0: It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar and the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar?
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports, I think. He says it was such enthusiasm.
0: Well, it's. I, I, I'm curious as to why the question.
1: That unseen, pithy, caustic voice that adds comedic value to the show is Brother Bob. How you doing,
0: Brother Bob? Hey, I have my Ph.D. in sarcasm and cynicism. <laughs> it was earned very, very legitimately. Okay.
1: Well, um, this is kind of a weird time of the year, man. What is it, July something? You got baseball midseason, so you really don't have the excitement of, playoff races yet i know you,
0: you you have no excitement for shohei otani
1: i was going to talk about that later. Like, okay still all my thunder oh okay but what i'm trying to say is even with him he's still 30 home runs away but yeah he's on pace i do have some comments about that but basketball is over uh yep. football doesn't start you know camp doesn't start for
0: another month or so. So oh, but did, we're down to women's soccer. Did you watch the uh, A-block from Get Up yesterday morning? I didn't. Yeah, they started off talking about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. To which I say, I, I, said, I don't care. I, I was like, why Why are we wasting the A-block? <laughs> why are we wasting the A-block? And somebody asked me, well, what else are they going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Shohei Otani hit his seventh triple. I mean, Okay, yeah, he has 35, whatever, 35 or 36 homers at this point. He leads in every offensive category. Yeah, like we said a couple of weeks ago, back
1: up the brink struck. But, you know, it seems so watered down to me. Um, the American League record, Roger Maris had it for 62 years. Judge breaks it last year. Mm-hmm. And then Otani's going to break it the following year. It just, I don't know, everything just seems so... It's all home run or bust, everything. Well,
0: I mean, that's. It's just a weird dynamic. That is one of the nice things about Otani. Having that, you know, seventh triple, which leads to majors, I believe, on top of his home run means he ain't just swinging for the fences. Yeah. He's got. He worked really hard when when he came into spring training when he was first signed by the Angels to work on that stroke. Yeah. It is very pure. It is very effortless and he's a big boy. No, I mean he's so I I I get your point that it's okay now it seems like we're breaking records every year. I like breaking records like this, because these are these are legitimate record breakers. Yeah. Otani's not on not on Roids, and and we can argue to the day is done about the steroid error and whether that was fair or not. Yeah. But O'Tani ain't on steroids. No. Judge wasn't on steroids. Correct. So these are these are legitimate runs, and but I I believe the size of the ballparks from thirty to forty years
1: ago. As they build a new park, there's always that. And it seems like they get smaller and smaller every year, which I get it. Home runs create the excitement, and and that's what people want to see. You know? And and, and it's a home run derby and the All Star game. You
0: know. Yeah, and you know they've done a fair job with changing the rules to kind of get out of this all or nothing mentality. So. I think baseball is better. I just think Otani is, I mean, some people have said he's a unicorn. No, bloody dude's an alien.
1: I get it. It's just weird to me, a 62-year-old record gets broken in consecutive years, you know?
0: Well, I mean, was it weird in 61 when the Babe Ruth record was looking like it was going to get broken by two guys on the same team?
1: I understand that, but that was an anomaly that didn't happen like
0: year after year. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) I like it. I I like it because Otani seems like a really, really nice guy. No, and and so is Judge. So I guess if anyone has to break the record,
1: why not Otani? And and
0: I listened to an I listened to a sports reporter talk about he spent some time with Otani, his interpreter, his interpreter assistant. So Otani hits a home run. Ends the And he's right at the end of the inning and he's got to, you know, get ready to pitch in the next inning. So he lets his, his assistant put on the samurai hat and run the gauntlet. That's funny. And it's almost like they likened it a little bit to Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds was in San Francisco. And basically it was like, nobody talks to Barry Bonds. He does what he wants. The same kind of thing is with Otani. When he's in the bullpen getting ready, apparently he isn't talking to it. Angels pitching coach, yeah. he's talking to his assistant who has a plan and a program for him warming up. So it's a little interesting, and yeah, well, I think, he's going to get a ton of money. Well, Barry Bonds
1: didn't talk to people because he was just an asshole. Well, then there's that. Chodanee is. I think he still has to use an interpreter. I'm not sure.
0: At this point, I probably, I probably think he doesn't have to. He does it to protect himself. Yeah, it's it's actually genius. Yeah, I wish I spoke a better language than <laughs> bad English as my second.
1: <laughs> no hablé. Yeah, no Ingles. Um When we got golf,
0: uh, Royal McElroy won the Scottish in dramatic fashion. Dramatis. Ended was, birdie, yeah. birdie. Yeah, that was a nice putt at the end. I mean, yeah. the guy—I forget the name of the guy who was who was tied with him before that birdie putt. Going, okay, we're. We're going to go play a playoff game. We're going to go play a playoff hole. And, you know, and, and then he sees this putt sink and he's like, well, I guess I'm going home with second place money, which isn't too bad.
1: That's what future Hall of Fame golfers do, man. They win in dramatic fashion. Yep. I know what's going on now. We got the uh, the old course, the British Open. Yep. Speaking of golf, so I want to break this down for you. What
0: are you you're, breaking you're down? kind
1: of a legal eagle. Uh, Tiger Woods, ex-girlfriend.
0: Oh, Dro- yeah. Dropped $30 hand. million.
1: But, but, but listen to this. I'm going to read some of it too. His former girlfriend dropped a $30 million lawsuit against the 15 time major champions of state. Pending an appeal, um, Herman filed the lawsuit against both Woods and the trust that owns his $54 million Florida mansion, seeking $30 million from the latter. Amid unspecified allegations of sexual harassment. So let me ask you a question. Is this where we have gone in the world where I have a girlfriend move in with me? And she walks by in a bra and panties and I say, oh my, man, you look hot today, sweetie. And I'm going to get dropped with a sexual harassment somewhere down the line. I, Is this the insane
0: state we've reached? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the fear for. A lot of people, but at the end of the day, there's, there's a fine line between different things. I mean, there's a fine line between love and stalking. So if I, if I go to my girlfriend's car and put a note on her windshield, telling me, telling her how much I love her, what, what defines whether that's love or stalking? How it's received. If she receives it, goes, "Oh, this is really, really nice." Probably the current state of your relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of other stuff going on in that in that lawsuit that there was a tenancy thing there. but, But
1: but let me ask you this too. It's really hard to get rid of a tenant, and I don't understand how he sent her off on an airplane. How she wasn't able to go back onto the property
0: if she had lived there for an X amount of time i don't know either i it is very hard to get rid of a tenant yeah so
1: i would have imagined that if she had gone to the police they would have said hey you you got to go through proceedings but she has every right to
0: yeah
1: to come back on the property yeah. um i'm just gonna read some more from this because it's kind of interesting I guess there was sexual assault and harassment charges as part of that
0: plea deal. Yeah, I just the, that's. I yeah. look at I look at it as a money grab. Th- th- this one yeah. I look at as a money grab. Yeah, it was.
1: He was very smart, though he he had set up his estate prior to her arrival. Mm-hmm. The trust the irrevocable was in his kid's name. So. Yeah. So I. Kind of a smart lesson to be learned there. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's an easy target for that, so he needs to worry about who he's dealing with and who he's letting into his life, but yeah, who cares?
1: Well, she said that he um, verbally promised her she could live there for 11 years, pressured her to quit her job so she could spend more time taking care of him and his children. She was in the restaurant business. This guy's got a proclivity towards waitresses for some weird reason. Super
0: bottle, uh...
1: Head waitress at Applebee's.
0: So, uh, yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, it, it, even, even that statement you said, promised her she could live there for 11 years. That's an oddly weird number. Yeah. I mean, 10, okay, fine. 15, okay, fine. 11? Where did, where does 11 come from?
1: Well, at the end of the day, maybe Tiger's learned his lesson at this
0: point, but who knows? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, every one of us deserves a companion in life, and it's just hard when you're worth that much money to find someone who's legitimate
1: i can't imagine what these athletes have to go through given the fact that what are the motives of anybody you meet especially when you're star celebrity status i mean it's got to be
0: and it's and it's not like tiger woods can walk down the street and not be known yeah i mean if i'm a if i'm an interior lineman for the dallas cowboys I can pretty much walk around downtown Dallas and nobody's going to know who I am other than saying, well, it's a big dude. Yeah. But they're not going to know who I am.
1: I dropped off my car at the car dealership. That was a whole different story. Nightmare. And one of the Spurs was in there and he's like 6'11". And, you know, he just – he walks in and everyone's kind of like, you know, you just – they just stand out.
0: Yeah. You know. And most most of those Spurs are really, really nice guys and you just – it was I'm, a former Spur, I believe it was Ian Manahemi Okay,
1: from France. He played.
0: I, I hope that everyone in that dealership treated him with kid gloves and nobody kind of swarmed him or anything.
1: Oh, no, no way I bothered him, but I wish they had treated me as good as they seem to have treated him.
0: Well, you didn't play for the Spurs. That's
1: right. <laughs> but it's Good the, to be the king. But the bill I got, I feel like I need to have been playing for the Spurs.
0: Okay. So uh, we talked about Shohan Atani. So what do you think about all the uh, whinings from the running backs in the NFL? You've been paying attention to the franchise tags and all that stuff going well, on? I, I don't necessarily know if it's
1: whining. It's just the fact that, um, you know, 100 years ago, we needed typist, you know. 100 years ago, you needed certain jobs that you don't need today. And I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. The The day of the NFL uh, running back, it's it's going the way of the dinosaur. You know, this isn't the NFL of your daddies or, or when we grew up. I like to watch the old games. I watched the old 74 playoff game between Miami and uh, Pittsburgh. It was the lost tapes. They had lost it for years, then they found it. Well, I watched, I watched it, and... They were running the ball seven or eight times. No, I get that. It's just. But but listen, can you imagine an NFL game where they ran the would run the ball today seven or eight times in a
0: row? It'd be incredibly boring.
1: Be incredibly boring, and it's just again we're talking about the attention span of your average American now is instant offense, instant gratification. I want to see home runs. I want to see bombs. Uh, yeah,
0: but one of the things I think analytics has shown, and this is the reason why I've said, I've said it, and, and, and yes, I'm going to still use the word whining, and Austin Eckler, if you're listening to the show, you want to come down to San Antonio and beat the pulp out of me for saying you're a whiner, go ahead. The, the analytics have shown the lifespan of a running back in the NFL is short. We're talking three to four years. They're hardly ever going to get to that second contract. And the ones that do, I mean, Austin's complaining that they're just cogs in the machine. And Austin, I'm sorry, you're just cogs in the machine. Unless you're an exceptional generational talent, Derek Henry, unless you're something more than just a pure running back, Saquon Barkley, the New York Giants made a huge mistake by not signing him to something long-term. They ran so much of their offense through him. But if I look at Pollard, if I look at Jacobs, if I look at Eckler, right. to, they're, I mean, they're just running backs. Give him the ball, run the ball. But I wouldn't say that about Barkley or even Dalvo, Dalvin Cook. D- Dalvin Cook's going to get paid when, when he gets somewhere because yeah. he, has, guys get. he, he has more than just running up the middle, running up the middle, run up right. the middle. Elliot, who's trying to get a deal – It's going to be interesting to see the unrestricted free agents out there who are running backs and see what they get. Here's an interesting thing. So I'm looking at the franchise tag numbers. If you're an offensive lineman, defensive end, or a defensive tackle, your franchise tag number is about 19 million. You know what? And the franchise tag for a running back is like 10.3. Yeah. No. Wide receivers are 18. Yeah. No, sorry. Wide receivers are 19.7 linebackers are almost 21. The the thing to remember is that these are not just made up numbers. These franchise tag numbers are based on actual salaries in the NFL. It is a reflection of what front offices value mm-hmm. and how front offices value positions. Yeah. This is this is not this is not dishing on running backs Austin. This is just a reality of where the position is and how it's being played.
1: I, I mean, I told you Couple weeks ago, I I think in ten years you might not even see anyone in the backfield but the quarterback.
0: Well, I mean, you're going to see players like McCaffrey, you're going to see players like Saquon, you're going to see players like Debo, you're going to see players like Dalvin, you're going to see those guys that can do more than just run it up the middle. And and I bring in a guy who could run it up the middle for a couple years, pay him five, seven, eight million a year. Well, that's all I need, and that's
1: what they're doing. You know, a smart franchise. Is going to pick up a great running back, maybe late first, early second, mid third. Get him on that rookie minimum, use him up for three or four years, and then, yeah, cut him loose and and then go get another one in the draft. Yeah, so so I think the more of the story right now is if you're planning on playing college football, you may want to look at playing a position other than on the offense, other than running back.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have the hands and the speed, go wide receiver. Wide receiver. I mean, tight end. <laughs> no. But tight ends still have tight ends still have a lot of
1: value, especially if you got a blocking tight end that has good hands. I, He's got extra line of
0: protection for your quarterback. I agree with you, but the franchise tag $11.36 for a tight end doesn't bear it out. But it's still,
1: guess what? When, what, was the, what was the running back's franchise tag? 10.1. Even they value a tight end more than a running back right now. Yeah, because
0: a tight end is actually doing two jobs.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, a good running back could could help provide a second line of defense. Right, and right. that's
0: and, and that's Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So, the Giants, I am sorry you're not making the playoffs. In the NFC East, it is going to be a run between the Eagles and the Cowboys.
1: But then Barkley spent a lot of time on injured reserve, too, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, and he's actually talking right now about sitting out. And what year is he in? I forget. But I know
1: he's, you know... It, to your point again, not to belabor the point. Maybe they're saying, "Hey, we got our, we got our mileage out of him, you know. We
0: can." And well, I mean i i try to I try to value my judgment against the judgment of somebody who does front office movements for a living. So they're smarter than I am. They have more information than I do. But I think they made a huge mistake. I I think I think they should have offered him somewhere around thirty to. 35, thirty-five, three years guarantee. Say fifteen of that, okay. and and go forward with that. Get three more years out of him because I think Saquon has a good three more years of serviceability. Yeah. And then and then just let him go like they did like they did in Dallas with Zeke.
1: What if he says no to to the offer that you're making?
0: Well then I ask him, what do you think you're worth I mean have they made any kind of good faith offer? I haven't the the word on the street is they were about two million dollars off. Which in the whole scheme of things, scheme of
1: things that's I think that's money.
0: crazy for either side to not have a compromise when you're between two million. Then again, I don't know whether that two million is a per annum per an annual or two million over the life of the contract or Against the min, or against the guarantee, so we'll see. But I'm sorry, Giants fans, you're not making the playoffs. So in New York, you've got the Jets or the Giants. Are you saying
1: the Jets will have a better record than the Giants? Oh yeah. Uh, I think the reason
0: the Giants won't make the playoffs is because of their quarterback. See, I think I, I think the I think the Giants. It's combined between not. Not having a quarterback that I'm that I'm comfortable running an offense through, and the fact that the guy that I run my offense through, I just pissed off. And didn't he just get a crazy-ass contract? Yeah, he me? did, because you have to pay quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, but you don't have to pay that quarterback that kind of money.
0: Yeah, but I always say, you know, when teams are looking at whether to shop their quarterback or ship their quarterback, if not him, then who? Who else is out there right now? But
1: the kind of money they gave me, I don't have it in front of me. I, I I remember I was very surprised when I saw it. But his name doesn't even enter the conversation. If you're saying give me the top twelve quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I, I just don't think his name enters the conversation. Well the reason his name doesn't also enter the conversation is I forgot his name. Daniel Jones? <laughs> Daniel Jones.
0: I mean, I'm looking at the ranking right now, and Daniel Jones is actually tied for ninth at 40, getting paid as much as Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford.
1: I think Stafford, you can make the case for because he's been in the league a long time. He brought your he he did win a Super Bowl. Dak, incredibly overpaid, and I like we had
0: said earlier. I can't even imagine. But but listen to the rankings around that. So, I'm going to start with five. Kyler Murray probably getting overpaid. Deshaun Watson. Based on what we know now. Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen. Matt Stafford. Dak Prescott. Daniel Jones. And then the next layer, Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins. Jared Goff. Ryan Tannehill. Geno Smith. So, is Daniel Jones better than those guys? I would say yes. He is better than those guys.
1: I wouldn't say he's bearing Cousins on <coughs> pure ability to to put points on the board. Yeah, now, I, I know. Yeah,
0: I don't think Daniel Jones is going to stab your heart in the fourth quarter and lose the game for you in a stupid error. He'll just do it in the first quarter. Yeah, that's okay.
1: But, you know, I get your point. Yeah, I mean, quality elite quarterbacks are, you know, one name you didn't mention. Oh, boy. Burroughs. When he gets paid, it's what's he getting paid right now? Right now, nine million. I mean, he's got to be chomping at the bit. What's Mahomes making? I know Mahomes had a real uh, friendly.
0: Mahomes is, friendly at, Mahomes is at Mahomes is at forty five million. I think. I mean, Lamar Jackson set the set the market at fifty two, after Jalen Hurts set the market at fifty one, and Jalen Hurts for the Eagles was definitely a, if not him, then who? Yeah. So I So you got Lamar fifty two, they play in the same division as the
1: Bengals. I gotta believe that Burroughs starts out, like I said, sixty, sixty five million. Easy.
0: That's that's gonna Easy. be a that's gonna be a crazy ass tough division this season. Yeah. You got the Ravens, you got the Browns, yeah. and you got the Bengals. Yeah. The Steelers? I mean, the, 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 the Steelers will be a factor, but they're not going to compete. But those three
1: teams? The about the Steelers? We see that every year, and they always end up with a winning record. Yeah,
0: okay, they're right in the middle. Yeah,
1: they'll, they'll heartbreak somebody, either Baltimore, Cincy. They'll
0: ruin somebody's yeah, just, I mean, wild card Yeah, chance. just just because it's divisional football. But, yeah, that's a, that's a brutal division. Yeah, I mean, and then I flip over to the NFC, and it's like, there's nothing in the NFC. I got... I got two teams in the NFC yeah. that I think are going to compete the Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, and, and you can ask me the question, who the quarterback is for the 49ers. And I heard the best response to that to that question the other day Kyle Shanahan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually pretty funny.
0: So, but then look at the AFC with Miami. Oh my God, the AFC is stacked. You got Miami, you got Buffalo. As, as, as long as Tonga Bailoa, doesn't get his bell rung. Yeah. He gets his bell rung, he's out of football permanently. You got Josh Allen with the Bills. Yeah. You got Mahomes with the Chiefs. You got Herbert with the Chargers. You got hit your button. You got Aaron Rodgers. I don't get you, you got Rodgers with the Jets. Which is which is why I, I'm hearing all this all this Jets crap from Jets fans and Jets fans shut the hell up. Super Bowl or bust? You guys got to be kidding me! It is a gauntlet in the AFC. Stuff.
1: I'll tell you, whoever emerges from that
0: conference championship, they they earned it. They earned it, they but but it. But they're going to be beat up and yeah. and it's and brutal. weak, and and the Eagles and or the Forty Nine ers are going to walk in and and take that Super Bowl this year. Because it ain't going to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys may win the division because nobody's ever repeated as NFC East divisional winners. But they're going to do what Cowboys do every year. They're going to win the division, not get the bye, lose in the first round.
1: shit the bed in the first round.
0: Maybe losing the second round. So, do you see that uh, the sale of the commanders going through today being voted on today? I did
1: see that. I also have gotten some Gruden information that he continues to win his legal battles. And it appears that... You know, their attempts to make it look like Snyder and was the leaker and Gruden, you know, this or that, it's not looking good for the NFL. This this thing's getting pushed in the background, but once it percolates, the NFL's going to be in a world of trouble if well, it turns out that, un- that,
0: that it was uh, Goodell's people or him that were. or Or it turns out to be Dan Snyder's people. And, and, and given, and given what I know about the toxicity that's been reported out of that organization under Dan Snyder going back decades, yeah. the possibility that it's out of Dan Snyder and his organization to me is a lot higher than it's, than it's an NFL front office thing. No, but it, I, I just, I just don't believe anyone has upside in the NFL front office to do that. I don't see the upside. Now, do I see the upside in Dan Snyder or some of his cohorts to do something for in their minds, yeah, absolutely. So, is it gonna is it gonna throw out that Dan Snyder is gonna get you know raked through the coals? The fact, I mean, this is gonna be a unanimous vote. He needs they need twenty four out of thirty two. It's gonna be thirty two out of thirty two. Yeah. And I mean, when Jim Ursay the other hated man in the NFL owner circle, says we might want to look at voting him out, <laughs> you're gone. And the fact that he went. Two weeks, I, I forget the timing on it exactly, but there was a, he had a report where he was being told he should probably sell. And he said, I'm never selling this franchise. Yeah. Then two weeks later, he's starting to go, I'm exploring. And there was a lot that went on, not only about the sexual harassment, the toxic work culture, him withholding money from the NFL. That was the mortal sin. That was the mortal sin. We, we've talked about it. That was a mortal sin. You don't take money away from the other owners. Yeah. They'll tolerate anything. The other thing is he became so toxic in D.C. They were never going to get a stadium rebuilt, a stadium yeah. built, never. Now with the new ownership, Harris, who not only knows how to run a professional sports organization, has he's, he's a D.C. boy yeah. and has other people in his limited partnership who know how to get things done in D.C., they're getting a new stadium. They may get a new stadium in D.C. before we get a new arena here in San Antonio.
1: Oh, I guarantee they will.
0: Oh, come on. You, you, you're not you're not positive on a new arena for the Spurs?
1: So, th- for those of you not aware, we, we built a stadium 20 years ago on the east side of
0: town. To revitalize the east side of town right, and how did that work the east out? Side of town.
1: <laughs> and it looks exactly the same as it did 20 years ago. And I knew that would happen.
0: Well, I mean, you don't it's, go to it's a new stadium in an industrial complex. It's a beautiful Coca-Cola sake. distribution plant right across the street.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. So if you're thirsty for a Coke, you can't go over there and get one, but you can look at the Coke. So no restaurants, no bars. And then I look at places like Dallas has, you know, their arenas downtown. Those cities like Memphis has a triple a club, a uh, ball baseball club downtown. and, we just don't do it right and it's all politics well there was there was
0: this we're going to drop it and stuff's going to happen attitude yeah there was no plan there was no execution of a plan because you can't execute it on something that wasn't there now i'm hoping the word on the street right now is uh they're looking at the site right now of the institute of texan cultures yeah. so right next to hemisphere Right next to the Gonzales, perhaps they redevelop some of that parking lot into more commercial stuff, and the only thing we lose is a place to go see an old house. Yeah,
1: the gentrification, um, you know. And I'm okay with paying another half cent sales tax, whatever half penny, to get to stadiums downtown, because I've been to the Wolf. I, I may go tonight. The Wolf is the minor league ball club we have we already got downgraded basically because to a what single A or double Because Yeah, we're not we're stadium, not
0: suitable for as a minor league ball yeah, club place. And the stadium sucks. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, that 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 stadium needs to be replaced.
1: And for a city of a
0: million plus people
1: to not have a a really nice state of the art, at least triple A ballpark, it's pitiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, I saw some speculation on a minor league, a minor league uh, stadium, up around this uh, San, San Antonio Pedro. Museum of Art. Yeah, San Pedro area. I think they're. Yeah, out. I, th- I think the
1: um, that actually the feels Spurs good. ownership. Well, yeah, that's a great spot. I think Ginobili, Parker, and a few of the Spurs.
0: Yep, are part of the ownership. part now. of that
1: ownership. So, at least we got the the names and the money in front of that project. Yeah. So, which I think over there in that San Pedro park, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: I think I think it would be as well. It's. It would really, re, it could have the potential to revitalize that whole entire area. Yeah. But they need a plan. Yeah. Whatever whatever they do, have a plan. Have a plan, have a plan, have a plan.
1: You know where they have Morgan's Wonderland?
0: Yeah. That
1: would have been a great project to put a stadium for the Spurs out there. Mm. Or, you know, because you've got that quarry scenario, you've got the, the infrastructure there with you know, the tollway and whatnot. But. I don't,
0: I don't think it does the San Antonio economy any good up there. Well, I think, it, I think a downtown yeah. stadium is better. A downtown yeah. arena. Sorry. I
1: mean, at the end of the day, I agree. Cause right now having a stadium way off of highway 90, which no one goes to, that's not a spot where you're living over in new Braunfels and say, honey, throw the kids in the car. We're going to drive across traffic during rush hour. To go to an obscure stadium on the other side of a depressed area of town, just not going to happen.
0: Yeah, and and I I ride through that area on a fairly regular basis to go pick up the Greenway. I know what those houses look like. I know what that area looks like. I, you know, all, all those families are trying to do the best for for them and theirs. Yeah, I mean, God bless but them. But it's a but it's a it's a really depressed area. Yeah, and well,
1: it's sad. The, the motors were altruistic, which is fine, but. I knew that altruistic motives weren't going to pan out and I was one of the biggest advocates of why are we building a basketball facility stadium in an industrial complex. It made absolutely no freaking sense and it still doesn't to this day, but a lot of politics were involved in that decision. So
0: yeah, well,
1: as will be the next decision,
0: have a plan. I mean, I don't. I don't see the AT and T Center going away. I mean, that's where we have our rodeo every yeah. year. And it's,
1: well, the good news is when you get a guy like Wimbaya, who, Wembenyama, and, and some of these other guys, you know, if the Spurs are on the uprise, it's just going to create more clamoring for, hey, let's get a stadium
0: downtown. So, and I and I think the, and I think the Spurs organization, though they're never going to admit this publicly, are using, the possibility, the rumors of. The Spurs moving to Austin as a leverage to get this new arena. They're going to use it. Every sports team does in every town. Well, look at, look
1: at Cleveland. Had how, it how it work out with,
0: for the Oakland A's. Well, it didn't work out. No, it did not. <laughs> and look what happened. They're in a much much better place. Get
1: the original Cleveland Browns. Didn't work out.
0: Yeah, I mean, St. Louis
1: Cardinals
0: didn't work out. If if you don't have the the economic base to support it. It's just not going to work out. Mm -hmm. You you know, you need to give people a reason to not only go to the game, go to the match, go to the Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it, give them a reason to stay. I even look at like uh, Lincoln Field and the arena in Philadelphia. There is a lot of after hours entertainment right in that complex. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Even River uh, I call it Riverfront, that's how dated I am. Uh,
1: Cincinnati, when they redid their, yeah. their ballparks, they created a situation where it's a day event, you know, we've got restaurants, we got bars, and then you walk across the street. One of my favorite venues. Have you ever been to Wrigley?
0: I have not had the opportunity oh, to have go to Wrigley. a chance to
1: go? I mean, just, you know, I, this was 35 years ago, but you know, that was kind of the ultimate baseball experience. There were restaurants all over the place. And then you walked across and took in a ball game. Yeah, so. and, and you just can't do the same here in San Antonio with any of our sports teams.
0: Hopefully, hopefully we'll see. But the lease at the AT&T Center runs out till twenty thirty three, so we got a few more years.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we got a few more years on our show. So, Bob, anything else? No, I'm pretty good, man. Can you tell us all the venues that people can reach out? And the Google, the
0: Spotify, for? the TuneIn, the Apple, the Amazon. All the places in the YouTube, so yeah.
1: Our subscriber viewership's picking up. I uh, was having an adult uh, beverage and talked to two people sitting beside me, told them I had a podcast. Would you subscribe? They got on their phone. and ch-ch-ch-ch. There you go. So kids are doing it. So guys, if you're watching the show still, hit that like, hit, hit the subscribe button. We do this for fun, and uh, hopefully you had a good time. We'll be back next week. Until then. OH. Peace out.